everyone, welcome back to Morgan Hasn't Seen Me and Janine are in some kind of excitable mood today. Uh, it is Friday, the day after we have both seen Avengers Endgame. In fact, Janine, you only saw it a matter of hours ago. I did. It's still processing. I, uh... I saw it yesterday. It is the early morning on Friday for me. I'm sat here with a coffee and I am very, very ready to gush over Avengers Endgame for however long, potentially 17 hours. Um, yeah, we could talk about this movie for a good long while. <laughs> it uh, It is completely something else. I think to start, the most obvious statement is... Uh, to pull something like this off is unprecedented in film history. So well done to all those at Marvel, the Russos, every cast member, Kevin Feige. Every director. Uh, every director. This was just, just a giant love letter to the fans and to every filmmaker that was involved with this whole process from start to finish, from first movie to this movie this was a love letter to everyone who had anything to do with this universe and to us fans it really was hello janine hello welcome to <laughs> another morgan hasn't seen and hello everyone listening to this nonsense um how are the you the spoilery nonsense spoiler yeah go go ahead tell them Yes, so this will be very spoilery, because when you listen to this, this will be a full Wednesday yeah. after this movie has been released, so you have the time. And if you don't have the time, go see the movie and then come back and listen to us gush and go crazy over this amazing, epic film. Yeah, we're not here putting spoilers on Twitter and mentioning people and ruining the movie for people. We are making it very clear that if you click on this, you will get spoiled yes. on Avengers Endgame um, if you haven't seen it. Uh, this is for the people that have seen the movie, which I imagine is, you know, 7 billion of the world of 7.5 billion. So, yes, if we get 7 billion people to listen it, to this, I mean... I, it'd uh, be it's... absolutely perfect. <laughs> exactly. Seven billion people to listen to this. I don't know why they would. I don't know why seven people would, but hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we pay our friends well. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, but yeah. Um, so this is this our is our bonus episode of uh, our first run of Morgan Hasn't Seen. So Technically. You can explain what we've done thus far. We have. Uh, there was six MCU movies that I hadn't seen um, up to the release of Endgame that Janine forced me to watch. Uh, they were Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Thor, Thor the Dark World, The Incredible Hulk. And how do you feel like, let's get into this, how do you feel like those first viewings helped you enjoy this film? <laughs> way more than i thought they would yes um this movie in terms of its in terms of its its sort of themes and its in terms of what it was doing with its characters 
was way more referency to those phase one movies than it was to any you know all the the ones that come after that i am more familiar with like you got nothing from like civil war barely anything but you got everything from like thor the dark world yes and iron man Man 2 (laughs) And stuff like that. All the films that we pretty much watched. And they were so fresh in our mind because we were doing this whole process that I felt so much more rewarded because that was so fresh in my head. All the Frigga stuff. Like, that was the last movie we watched before seeing this. And I feel so proud of us that we had (laughs) Thor the Dark World so fresh in our minds that that whole scene probably meant so much to us because it was just so fresh in our heads. I loved that so I know. much. <laughs> and I imagine if anyone was to skip a movie in their rewatch up until Endgame, it could have potentially been Thor yeah. the Dark World, right? And they wouldn't have gotten as much out of that as other people who, you know, actually saw it more times. But we, than... might as, we might as well start talking about Thor first then, okay, I think, in yes, this movie. Yes, yes. Uh, he goes into a depression <laughs> so, after the events of Infinity War. Yes, he's already lost so much going into this, and then to feel like he's failed again, it's just too much to handle, and we get one of many callbacks of, you know, that first time we see Thor in Jane's lab shirtless and the big spectacle that was <laughs> to Thor shirtless <laughs> with a giant sloppy beer gut. <laughs> yeah. Um, although I, I must admit Thor's hair and beard have never looked better. Oh, he looked sloppy. That was not nice grooming, not nice beard grooming as someone like you talk- who has a perfectly groomed beard. He did not get I nice was- beard <laughs> until... <laughs> I was talking about during the battle. Oh, okay. Battle beard. When, battle braided uh, beard. <laughs> when he's, for a time, wielding both Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. Yes. And he has all the, the the lightning flowing through him. His eyes are going all blue. And I ju- you noticed, and it's not even made a big deal of, you noticed that he's got a little plait yes, in his beard. he does. He does. Very Norse god all the and way. And he, he looks... He looks the most Norse god he has ever looked in that particular scene. And I uh, I hope uh, going forward, Thor uh, looks like that. He grooms his beard to, to, to for battle. look like that. <laughs> Not just for battle, just in general. Okay. Give him that little plaque. Keep the long beard and keep the very, very long hair. As much as I loved Ragnarok Thor, where he was sort of really cropped beard and obviously... Uh, short hair. Uh, I really like this Thor, although I don't like fat Thor. <laughs> yeah, I kind of had hoped he would have listened to Frigga's last words and to eat a salad before the battle, and you know, got back into that uh, uh, fighting shape. But all of that was so fun. Like just that it whole juxtaposition sense. of buff Thor shirtless for the first time, and how like ladies were going crazy over that. It, and then to see him now just in like rock bottom was so good (laughs) yeah and as you've probably already um realized this is not a review of the movie this is purely a 
recording of uh, a lot of feelings that we had towards <laughs> feelings, this movie. Feelings is the big word. And um, <laughs> gushing about the movie yes. in no particular order. No, just whatever comes, um, to, comes to mind at the moment. Like, when I saw the sign, New Asgard, I was just like, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. I love that. (laughs) I love that so much. And then you see Valkyrie and Valkyrie's there. Yes. And oh my God, Valkyrie's awesome in this movie. (laughs) So good. She was missing, she was missing from Infinity War. Yes. Um, And most, uh, a lot of people, because Infinity War had obviously come out right after Ragnarok. Yeah. So we like fell in love with her. So everyone was like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Where's Valkyrie? She died on the Asgardian ship at the start of Infinity War along with Korg and Meek. And nobody's died. (laughs) No, they're all there playing video games. Korg's back. Korg. (laughs) Korg's there playing goddamn Fortnite, and it's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, I've never played Fortnite in my life, but Korg does, and <laughs> I love Korg. He's the funniest. <laughs> and the fact that he gets Thor to go on the mic for him. And <laughs> to yell at the, people. <laughs> threaten the young child that's yeah. beating him at Thor at Fortnite. <laughs> Oh, so it, good all of it was great his hawaiian shirt and they're just chilling yeah, yeah. but they, they are they are helping thor's depression though they yeah, are not doing anything they are totally that. enabling the depression <laughs> uh, he's just there with his alcohol and his video games in his horrible horrible home yes and his, in with his New horrible Asgard. body and yeah <laughs> uh yeah but valkyrie's valkyrie's a badass yes and Valkyrie ends up obviously flying her Pegasus. Oh my gosh. Which is and the fact that Spider-Man gets involved. That was with that to a point as well. Uh, Peter's just flying a Pegasus. He doesn't know what the hell is going happening, on. but he's there for it. And just the ladies, the ladies. Oh my gosh. That that uh, that little sort of pan out moment. Shot. A moment of uh, of all. Yes, and you just the, have a Koye like Avengers. she has help, and all of them just come mm-hmm. out. And I just felt yeah. like it was kind of like a moment to celebrate Natasha and Black Widow because she was yeah. the first. She was the first female, like really in. She's this the universe. only one that isn't there. <laughs> yes, so I felt like that was just a powerful moment to celebrate her and just the lack. You know, people say the lack of female characters that have you know superheroes in the MCU. And just that moment was just very powerful as a woman. Like to see that yeah. was just super special and just felt so good. Like, uh, yeah. And look, even though we lost the um, the leading lady of the MCU uh, in this movie, Natasha Scar yes. Scar Joe. R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow, is the first R.I.P. of. Uh, this episode of Morgan hasn't seen. There will be more. Yes. Um, <laughs> we do get that shot of just look at all these wonderful female characters. Yes. And it is such a good shot. It's such a, a badass. Yes. Oh. Especially with Okoye saying that. Okoye, m- potentially the most badass. Uh, yeah. Because... She don't have no powers. She just uses a spear. Right? And she's kicking ass and killing aliens, and she's just there for it. Oh, and yeah, I love that. I am that. disappointed, however. I am disappointed, however, 
I don't think Shuri got a single line. No, she did not. She was just shooting her blasters and looking cool. And I had heard some things like people saying like that the filmmaker said that her whereabouts would have been a spoiler. But I didn't really see anything with... Her whereabouts? Yeah, like, because um, when, like, trailers were coming out, people didn't really know what happened to her. If she got, you know, dusted, or if she was just missing, or, like, at the time. Mm. And they were saying, if if we told you whether she was dusted or not, or whatever, that would have been a spoiler. So I thought she might have had a bigger role to play in all of that. But... Hmm. Not maybe so much. Maybe... No, I mean... We we found out obviously that she that she had been dusted, dusted when yeah. all those sort of character posters came out. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she she sadly didn't really do anything. much. Yeah, well, she got to shoot um, her little blasters, and then she had that little moment when they were kind of when Tony was doing his little monologue, and you saw the families together. Oh yeah. Got to see him and T'Challa and Ramonda and her. Just that was that was very nice. Let's get straight into that then, because what I, um, what I think is so impressive about first of all, I thought this was so impressive in, uh, well, the first Avengers movie I saw, which was Age of Ultron. We can we've been over that. (laughs) We don't need to go over that again. I thought it was impressive then where they brought so many superheroes together and it worked as a movie. In Civil War, they did it with even more. Yes, and it worked in so Infinite, well. In Infinity War, they did it with even, even more. more. And it still worked. And in Endgame, they did it with literally all of them. And they did it the best. They managed to <laughs> give everybody kind of a moment um, they focused on the characters that you needed to focus on and just rewarded you for investing your time into this whole series of movies because the callbacks, all the moments, like just little things, even little things got me like in that big battle, I hear Black Panther address Clint and say Clint and I'm just like freaking out because that's a callback to Civil War when Clint is fighting Black Panther and he says hi I'm Clint and Black Panther's like I don't care but now he addresses him by his first name because he does care and they're a team and they're fighting and it's just so special and there were so many moments like that that I was just losing Oh, losing my mind. Yeah. It is. It is. Look, it is a special movie. Yes. This is a special movie. It has some special moments in it. And just every single person, every single hero banding together to uh, dust Thanos himself. Because Thanos gets dusted himself. So good. So Um, good. And like we like we said, we're not going to go into uh, the sort of review of the plot of the movie uh, because it's all time travel, and I tend to take time travel movies at face value uh, because I don't know anything about science. Yeah, so we can so just kind of let I'll just things... go along with what it's telling me. Yeah, and uh, look at it as a character piece, and that's exactly what I did. And there was it was the character moments in this that made me start to tear up. Uh, that in in one instance made me legitimately shed tears. Yes. Um, uh, and for those who have been listening to uh, Morgan hasn't seen the this MCU edition, will probably guess what uh, 
that might be considering who my favorite is that we've established throughout this whole thing yes captain america yeah. getting to go back and have his dance with peggy <laughs> like that was that was so special that was super and special he doesn't he doesn't only go back and get his dance with peggy he gets his whole life, life with, with her peggy and then just to pass it on <sighs> to falcon he gets his I know he passes the shield. Oh, when he gives the shield. Oh, oh, that's that reminds me of something. Here you go, Sam. And Sam's just like, this feels this like someone somebody. else's. Yeah. He's like, you've got this, Sam. You've got this. It's so and good. Bucky it's as so well. Good. And you know, you know how how much Bucky and Sam supposedly hate each other, and Bucky's <laughs> like. Go for it, Sam. This yes, is this is your moment. Like, oh, it was so good. Old but... man Steve. And just <laughs> Steve gets to spend his whole life with Peggy because it all just works out. And Steve Rogers has the biggest heart and I can't <laughs> deal with it. And then just the fact that he's like, he sees his ring and he's like, I'm, I don't think I'm going to tell you about that. He just is special for him. And yeah, yeah oh, I love that so much. Obviously. He tells us about it. Yes. He does not tell Sam, Sam about, about it. it. Yeah, but we get the. Uh... Let's take this back to where we started our journey in Morgan hasn't seen, and yeah. where these films started their journey with Iron Man one, and how you felt about Tony then, and then going into oh. two and three, and just the things that we picked up on that played such a big part in this, like things that we loved from those movies, things that I rediscovered mm -hmm. that I love from those movies was the whole relationship with Tony and Pepper. That was something that we consistently gushed about when we watched the Iron Man movies and to see that play such a big part and also to see how they took that whole setup of Tony never being able to rest until he felt like, the people he loved were safe, that the world was safe. Like that was such a big part of those early movies and whether they planned that or not, or they just kind of saw that nugget and built yeah. from that to that playing into the, his final moments that her just looking at him and telling him to look at her, that he could finally rest because she, you know, Iron Man three plays into that so much that, you know, he just can't rest. He he's keeps making these suits because he just wants people to be safe. And he, he can't rest until he knows everything's safe. That's why he wanted to sign the Sokovia Accords, because he wanted to put an armor around the world. That's why he built Ultron. Like, all of his obsessive wanting to protect and, you know, kind of was a such a huge culmination in this end thing that you did not really expect. And... I'm glad that we watched those movies so recently because that was so fresh, that whole concept. And I loved that yeah. so much. And the whole Pepper thing, her just telling him he could finally rest because he yeah. did it. He he saved the world. I love that those that that is her last line to him. Yes. Um before he passes away, RIP number two. <laughs> yes. And perhaps the biggest um, yeah it started with yeah, him and this whole phase of movies ended with him and yeah of course it's hard but it, it was perfect it was so well done 
I think it's going to take us a little more than, you know, less than 24 hours for me and less than, what, four hours for you uh, to actually process the fact <laughs> that, that Tony Stark gone. has died. Yes, and just the snap and him saying, I am Iron Man, like... Yes. The ultimate the, callback the of all the callbacks in it is. anything. It is. Uh, the the best use of I am Iron Man, by the way. Yes. In the whole in the whole universe was that right there. Screw the first use of I am <laughs> Iron Man, as we all know. Um but yeah, the Look, you don't need any proof that Steve Rogers has a heart. You no. needed proof that Tony Stark had a heart. And I you love saw that, that. His little wreath <sighs> had that. His little wreath had that on. Um, I love that everyone turned up to that funeral and that shot of just looking at every different person, family, and seeing Harley. Like people thought that was silly, or they didn't know who it was. I loved that. I, I saw look, that kid, and I, I was didn't like, know who. I took like I look, I saw, and I was like. That's Harley. Oh my gosh, Harley. I heard people like, oh, who's that? <laughs> but like, I knew who it was right away. Yeah. And I, um, I'm kind of sad actually in that scene that uh, Nick Fury didn't go up to Carol. Right? Uh, because like the, they have cause... that moment when she sees on the screen that he got dusted and she like has yeah. a moment like, oh my gosh. So yeah, for them not to have a little kind of reunion i mean there was a lot going on there's a look there's there's a lot going on and and honestly captain marvel wasn't in this movie as much as i thought she would be and they they gave good reasoning for that and i appreciated them they gave they gave perfect reasoning for that it made complete sense um she she came in when she was necessary and she didn't over overstay, but I don't think she would have overstayed if she had been there for longer anyway. Yeah, but I feel um, like people thought that she was just going to be an easy fix that, oh, yeah, she would just yeah. come in and save the day and they won't need to do anything because she's there. But I, they worked yeah. around that really well with her having to go and like help other planets and all of that. Yeah, that wasn't the case at all. But yeah, when they are uh, panning through all those uh, different families at the end... Yes. Um and you get to to the end when you get the uh you know, the T'Challa's family and then you go to, to Harley and then up the up those little stairs to Carol and she's just there standing alone and you're thinking, right, okay, look who's the one person that's not showed up yet? Come on, Sam. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> and then then yes, there he comes. Nick Fury comes uh comes along. But yeah. why doesn't he just why doesn't he just have that little acknowledgement with Carol? I know, because their, their rapport and their friendship in Captain Marvel was, like, the best thing about that movie. It was. They could have, you know, they, we could have had a, a little funeral, um, uh, you know, not 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 the wake, the sort of little get-together. I don't want to call it a party. Yeah, like a wake, a yeah. Just everyone together kind of talking and just having little moments. Every, and Everyone together and... They could have had a little dance to uh, the Marvel. <laughs> yes, that, would have been, that, would have that was just fun. my silly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would have liked that to yes. happen right at the end. But I get that obviously it's all this is all for Tony. Yes, and, and it, you saw what they named their daughter. <laughs> I did see what they named their daughter. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I I am now 
a, a, a Stark. Yes, you are. I mean, I've technically <laughs> always been a Stark, but, but in that, in, that's in the Game of Thrones <laughs> sense. Yeah. Um, but. Not in the, uh, the the Marvel sense. Morgan Stark, um, I want the future to be bright for Morgan Stark. Yes. I want her to, to do things. Um, I hope you got all the feels. Like, I got all the feels the first time I heard my name in a movie. When I heard Janine in Ghostbusters, that was that was everything to me. So I, I hope you got all the feels. I mean, a lot. <laughs> look, if Morgan Stark ends up being some sort of uh, superhero, iron, some sort of iron person in the future, iron person. Uh, I, look, I, why not? Why couldn't she? She could, of course. She could be. Pepper could be like. I can't stop you following in your father's footsteps. But oh yeah, Morgan. can we talk about Pepper in her Iron we can talk Woman about suit? That was yeah. so badass when she came flying in and they were like shooting back to back. Oh, 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 oh. that was another a moment that oh. almost killed me. That was so good. <laughs> Look, that big huge battle, there was so much going so on. Much. It is impossible to talk about it all. Yes. That's uh, why I that... told you we'd just be plucking nuggets of moments yeah. of feelings that just sporadically come to us. But that uh that having obviously having me just watched the Iron Man movies for the first time um recently and realizing how uh how good Tony and Pepper's relationship is. Yes. Uh, to to see them you know fight, fight together back, to back against Thanos and her while protesting so much about him continuing to like fight and continuing yeah. to do all this to her just you know ultimately getting it. Yeah. Because even him saying, you know, I figured out this time machine, I could bring everybody back or I could just go back to bed and act like I, it, it didn't happen. But she's like, but you could go to bed, but would you rest? She knows him too well. <laughs> she knows him better than anybody. And while there were ultimate risks, she knew that that's what he had to do. And she got that. So it's like just just that whole buildup and just I love that all of that was so fresh in our minds because of this rewatch of these movies and I just love how that played out so much. Yeah, me too. I think it play I think their I think their uh, relationship ended perfectly as, as perfectly as it could have. I think Steve Steve's uh, relationship with Peggy ended per as perfectly as it could have. Yes. Um not so sure about Thor and Jane. Yeah, but she um, came back to do that little scene of waking she, up. I appreciated that. <laughs> Look, everyone came back for this movie, including Natalie Portman, who you never thought you would see again. Yes, like people came back just to do the little... I love seeing Renee Russo again um, as Frigga and yeah. just, you know, like she got it. She's like, you're not my son. Uh, you know, I was raised by witches, so I know you're from the future. Future has not been kind. Like, I love that she got it and she knew and you didn't have to explain any of that. And yeah. Just her giving him advice and her kind of getting him to get back into, you know, being Thor again. Like, that was really great. And then her telling him, go eat a salad. <laughs> that was such a great he scene. Does, he does need to eat a salad, though. Yeah. He's not in a bad... He's, he's not in a good way. Yeah. Um, But I, I did love that. It kind of felt to me a little more 
Thor's whole thing felt a little more sort of real to me because it could come off as being just played for jokes, you know. Thought, oh, Thor's all sad and he's all fat. miserable and <laughs> drunk. He's all fat and drunk. <laughs> but he it's looks like, like melted no, ice cream. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, which is a, a, a fantastic rocket quote. Yes. Um, That's uh, one sandwich away is, from fat that was on that level, I'd have to say. <laughs> this is legit depression yeah this is legit believing you have failed completely and just just going failing after you've lost everything because it's like you don't really think about how much he's lost until he's sitting there with rocket in infinity war and he's going through i lost my brother i lost my mother i lost my father i lost my best friend like Everything. Yes, and you don't really th- his home. He's lost everything, which me, which you know, is just uh, the fact that he gets that one last moment with Frigga, where he's just talk. He, he's got a little bit of time just to talk to her. And I love that she and... says to him, "You know, you're not here to fix my future. You're here to fix yours." And like yeah. she doesn't want him to like ruin anything by trying to save her because she gets it. And I, that moment was just perfect. And I'm just I can't say enough how happy I am that that was the last movie we watched before watching this because <laughs> I know that I moment know. just meant so much more to me. Kind of having that so fresh in my brain. And that's reminded me of when uh, when they're all sort of figuring out what each stone does, like towards the beginning. Yes, I love um, all that planning. But that also pointed all, out a flaw to me. Okay, well, can, can I say <laughs> yes, this and then yes, we'll get yes, on to that? Yes, Go ahead. This is just a silly thing, but when they're all planning. And they're just like, okay, well, what's the, the reality? The ether. What does the ether do? Thor, Thor, you're familiar with this, aren't you? <laughs> he comes in. Okay, so... <laughs> There were these people called the Dark Elves. Ooh. <laughs> scary story. <laughs> scary, scary. <laughs> and they came, and and Jane was there, and then it bought, <laughs> he sort of breaks down. And goes into this whole well. sad rant about, I'm not with Jane anymore, but, you know. <laughs> no, I'm um, not really with Jane anymore. Um, and then her picture's and up there, kind of... and he's just looking at it. Like... <laughs> but again... This is sort of, yes, it's played for, for humour and the humour works, but this is Thor completely breaking, breaking down. down. Yes, and then they just kind of have to um, like, oh, okay, okay, never mind. You just kind of see Lebowski. You know, you, you know <laughs> Thor needed to go on this different path that he ends up on. Yes. Uh, at the end, uh, obviously he joins the Guardians, and uh, which gets me way excited for Guardians 3. Presumably, it's going to be called Asgardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yes, and I, I like that now they're going to also have to play with that whole dynamic of Gamora, who doesn't remember anything of the well, other Gamora. No, Gamora, Gamora's not there. I know she's not there, but the whole thing of she knows that Quill is the man she's going to fall in love with, or she's supposed to fall in love with, and him just like on a quest to maybe find her and get her to fall in love with him again oh <laughs> yes. so you think you think chris pratt's going back in time well a no bit. i think he's just gonna find this gamora and try to get her to fall in love with him but doesn't but isn't gamora just dead i don't think she's dead they didn't show what happened to her 
you know, but they didn't she show just... her come back because that was that was twenty fourteen Gamora. Yeah, but but they didn't show current Gamora, and I'm still look. In that, if I think if that's the case, then Loki also is back, and I and Loki's not back. The people that actually were dead, the non-dusty deaths, I believe, are permanent. But I don't know. They changed the whole origin of the Soul Stone now, of how it was gotten. So This is where time travel confuses (laughs) Yes, because, like, I mean, Nebula tells her that he's the one that she's supposed to fall in love with. And then that's the last time we see her, right? Yeah, it is. And it's like, if she did and truly change her allegiances, then she didn't get snapped up with Thanos' bad people because she wasn't really a bad person anymore. No, but also, she... Wouldn't she have, wouldn't she have come through the uh, Doctor Strange's portals if she was coming back permanently to life, like the rest of them did? I guess, but then where did this... 2014 Gamora go because she teleported on the in the time machine with Thanos to present day so that 2014 is she just stuck in present day (laughs) I don't think any of that was really established have I (laughs) just been confused or is this an actual little bit of a plot hole I don't know. We'll have to see because I don't. I have, I I have think... to see it again. But I think the last time we see her is when she knees Quill in the balls, and Nebula That's... tells her, "Oh, is this really the guy?" And she's like, "Yep. Well, your choices were him or a tree." <laughs> and... That's definitely the last time we see her. And then the time but machine just... gets exploded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but how I, I, would she I get just, back I to her time? See it. Okay, so you're saying that maybe like. This Gamora from 2014 is just stuck in present day because the time machine that she came into with Thanos is no longer active. And but she's still she she, while she is a good person who wanted to stop Thanos, she still doesn't know Quill like that. So she probably went off to do her own thing. And maybe part of the next Guardians will be Quill running in with her again and yeah them but kind she of, but, but she, she now the, not knowing anything not about, knowing anything about them and being in love she only knows what nebula has told her okay that yes. makes sense to me that makes sense to me although i would much rather have um uh, the entirety of guardians 3 be just thor versus just as guardians of the galaxy thor <laughs> thor versus uh, star lord for the control <laughs> for, of the for, ship of the captain yes because that's just so funny yes that was and <laughs> obviously thor is going to win uh, yeah well if he's still star lord's way cream. too stubborn <laughs> if he still looks like look <laughs> He might still look like melted ice cream, but he's still the god of thunder. Yes, that is true. And he has two weapons. <laughs> and he has two weapons. Or, or does he have two weapons? Because uh, Did he leave the other one with Steve? I think he left Mjolnir with Steve. And let's get on to that. Because Steve Rogers wields Mjolnir in this movie. Oh, and he was waiting for it. And she's like, it's okay. It takes a minute. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, that was that's Frigga. Yes. Yeah, but the big battle, 
and you're thinking, okay, okay, something, Thor's holding out his hand or whatever, whatever, whatever's happening. Um, but that one shot of just Steve catching Yes, was the whole and, culmination of the Ultron scene. That was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And Thor's just like, I knew it. Yes. <laughs> and that was so perfect. Yes. It was so good. Very good. And him and Thor, and you know they're my two favorites, and Steve <laughs> and Thor were just battling him together, and Thor had Stormbreaker. And Steve had Mjolnir, and it was just great. So and Thanos good. didn't stand a chance. He was using the shield and the hammer, and it was just like... Yes, oh. when he was just bashing the hammer off the shield. Yes. And he actually managed to get the lightning as well. Yes, <laughs> Which I don't know how he did that. This is Captain America, right? but I don't care how he did that. Yes, he I, did it. Well, because the whole I'm, time, I think Thor thought the power was with the hammer, so maybe it was part of the hammer because of him, and so it's just in the hammer. I don't he's know. not the god of hammers. <laughs> no, he's not. As uh, who who does Odin say that? I don't know. <laughs> he's not the god of hammers. He's the god of thunder. Yes. And it's within him, but it's also apparently within Steve because Steve is so very worthy. worthy. Yes. But let me get back to my uh, soul stone. Your, yes, your soul stone point. <laughs> so Nebula is there when they're all making their teams and kind of breaking down where the stones are and what's what each stone is about, right? Yes. Nebula knows this what you have to sacrifice to get the soul stone, right? Yes, because... Uh, yeah, because Thanos tells her yeah. in Infinity War, Thanos tells her that he basically killed Gamora. And even in that scene when Nebula is there with other Nebula and Gamora, she she's threatening her like, do you want me to tell you what he does to you to get the soul stone? Mm, yeah. So yeah. why did Nebula not tell Clint and Natasha what they would have to sacrifice to get the soul stone? I don't know. It's a very, very fair point. While I love I that no whole idea. scene, I love, you know, they've established their friendship very well. That I love that whole scene of them fighting to be the one to sacrifice themselves. I loved that. That was so great. Oh, yeah. Them two on, on Volmia was actually. Yes. Was, was, was really good, actually. But um, I just, that was just something I, I thought know. about. Why did Nebula not tell them that, well, if you're going after the Soul Stone, just know one of you, you you're going to have to sacrifice something you love. And that's how you get the stone. That's a very, very fair point. But also Nebula isn't the most emotional of people. Yeah. And she she may not understand that this is going to be a problem. Yeah. So I, I just don't um, know why that wasn't some, when they were kind of know. breaking down the stones and talking about this one does this and da 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 Why she didn't say, well, you know, you're going to have to sacrifice something you love to get the stone. And I thought maybe at some point there would be some plot hole where they just both couldn't decide. So they just decided to jump together. And then it would have maybe made some kind of plot twist or plot hole with how the, the stone works. And then they would have gotten it because they were both so willing to sacrifice whatever something. Like that's what I thought was going to happen. That they would mm -hmm. end up just kind of both just jumping together because they didn't know what else to do. And, you know, but ultimately... Yeah. It played out how it played out, and we lost it's Natasha. A, 
We did lose Natasha. It's a very fair point. I have no idea. I have no answer yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, even though we did, uh, you know, lose uh, Natasha properly, I don't think we'll ever see Clint again either. Oh yeah, he's done. <laughs> um, because he's just he's just there with his family. I mean, look at all these people now. Natasha's dead. Steve's an old man who's probably near legitimate actual old age death. Yes. Tony's dead. Clint's inactive. Well, he's gonna train. Inactive. He's gonna train that bishop. Uh, that true. That bishop, whatever person in the comic books in this new streaming series, to be the new Hawkeye. Okay. Kate Bishop. Okay. That's her this name. Because I don't read the comics. Is... I just watch a lot of breakdown videos <laughs> and speculation I... videos. So I forgot about this. Yeah. So I think they did say thing. in the new Disney streaming service, his series is gonna talk about him training kate bishop to become the new hawkeye okay so so clint has more to do in the whole universe yes okay and then i think the loki series is going to be loki what he's doing when he actually got his hands on the tesseract and kind of like sucked himself away into space so that's yeah that's when that series is going to take place yeah because because loki's actually dead yes but he is resurrected in a way because yeah, when he got his hands on the time stone in that whole messing with time situation with the whole New York thing, that's I think that's where that series is going to take place of what he was doing uh, in that. That is the last time we see Loki in this movie, actually, isn't it? Yes. When he, yeah. Yeah, so see, I this think... this is where time travel just yeah. confuses me a little bit because I can't follow everything because I am a simple person. Yeah, and a lot takes of... everything at face value. <laughs> Well, if you think hard into things, yeah, that's when you're kind of kind of like think about, well, how did that do that and whatever, whatever. But I think I heard people talking about um, that. That's what that's going to him okay. when when he took the Tesseract, when it got dropped yeah. and he picked it up. The series is going to take place during his adventures when he likes in that timeline when he took okay. the Tesseract. Yeah. Okay, so there's going to be all these different timelines, and I'm just going to have to get my head around it because I'm sure it'll all be great. Yeah. Did like that Robert Redford showed back up. Yes. Really liked that. Yay, yes, Robert I was very Redford. Happy. Um, loved the uh, loved uh, Steve in the elevator. Oh my gosh, Hydra. that was so good because that was kind of a payoff to like that whole comic storyline where he was a Hydra yeah. agent the whole time and you thought it was going to be that whole elevator fight from Winter Soldier. Yeah, I thought and, it was exactly And then be all that. he had to do was say Hail Hydra and they were like, oh, okay, he's with us. We could give it to him. He's <laughs> like, he's not with you. And he's just going back. And, and he then he fights nice. himself. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Which was ridiculous, but it was also the best. <laughs> That's America's ass. That was so good. <laughs> Three references to Steve's ass was just oh, was was magical. I mean, it was magical. <laughs> for as as heavy as this movie is, and for as emotional as it is, there's so much silliness in it yes, as well. There were some good laughs in there. All the like, it... <laughs> all the time travel movie references, yeah. hot tub time machine. So you're telling me <laughs> Back to the Future is bullshit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh, so good! It's it really is. I actually think Ant Man Scott has a lot to do. I didn't yes. think he'd have this much oh, to do. 
And that moment with Cassie, like him looking at looking for her name and then seeing his name and then going home and seeing grown up Cassie, like seeing him like have an emotional beat like that was so wonderful. I loved it so much. Him just like looking at her and like, you're so big. And just even that choice of words for him as Ant-Man saying, you're so (laughs) big. Like, (sighs) well, he could have said you're so giant. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But. Because uh, yeah. Giant Man shows up as well. That was great. Uh, for a little bit. That was so awesome. Uh, we yeah. do like Giant Man. Yes. Uh, but yeah, Scott had uh, Scott had quite a bit to do. Yeah. I appreciated that Scott had a bit to do. He lost his taco, and then <laughs> Professor oh, Hulk brought him some tacos. <laughs> do you know what? Let's talk about Professor Hulk because we brought this up. Yes, remember week. I told you I was like people are saying they want to see Professor Hulk that it could be a possibility, and you were not really having it, and then it happened. <laughs> yeah, I last now last week after I had watched after or after we had talked about Thor: The Dark World, um, Janine brings up the fact the possibility of Professor Hulk, which is a combination of bruce and hulk into one person yes um that looks like hulk but acts like bruce yes um and i was like no this shouldn't happen bruce and hulk are different that's the whole point is the whole jekyll and hyde situation right yes that's what i was like um one line in this movie made it made sense. Yes, me. exactly. The whole thing of like, I was treating him as a disease, as a virus. Yeah. Which I have always thought Hulk as that. Yes, we all kind of um, did. But that that made sense to me because it kind of just works. Yes. Um, that Maybe that's me not thinking about it enough origin- when, when that original point was brought up and just needing bruce to say that to me yes um to clarify why um but i i also think professor hulk if you want to call it that i'm just gonna call him hulk um i actually think he is one of the better things in the whole movie yes i loved that and i oh my gosh broke my heart like because you know that he had that whole romance with natasha and then infinity war you think it's going to kind of pay that off but it's just not the time and so you think okay maybe they'll get something in this last one and then he loses her and you really feel that like even though you didn't really get any kind of resolution to their romance like it was still there it was always there and like him even when he puts on the gauntlet and he's like i tried i tried to get her Mm. back like you felt it and then even at the end like he was just saying you know i tried like i i I miss her so much like him just saying that like (sighs) so sad yeah it's what the it's what this movie does really well and i think this movie does it perhaps the best which is the balancing of humor and serious it's, stuff yes and the emotion um, and the way they use the callbacks like just yeah for emotional and comical purposes as well the callbacks worked really well and how they fit all those in there um was really well done absolutely absolutely it does it is really the best culmination of the whole 10 years anybody could have wished for. Yes. Uh, I think uh, anybody 
look, I know there'll be people that that will be like, I have problems with this movie. This movie, this didn't happen like I wanted it to happen. But let's have a look at the big picture. Let's realise what has been happened. accomplished. Let's realise what has been accomplished. Yes, ten years of films to call back to like almost like all of them and to acknowledge all the people that had something to do with all of these movies. That is an undertaking yeah. to remember things and it's ridiculous and in- pick up on things that people loved about these movies from way back in 2008 to now yeah. and to just acknowledge that and reward us for being invested in these movies was super special and super well done and it must have been difficult and they made it look effortless they look they really did and it look it wasn't effortless <laughs> uh, no a hell of a lot has gone into this which is why it's frankly impossible for me to not flat out love this movie yeah because not only did it give us the perfect culmination of certain characters or the perfect end of certain characters uh the perfect new paths of certain characters like thor for instance giving up asgard to uh valkyrie who is now the queen of asgard um Yay! and i'm all, ab- I- all, I'm all about, about that i want all, all, all valkyrie all the time <laughs> um thor's going off on his new path all these people are dead or have lived a perfect that you know their life as life. they wanted to um and then all the obviously all the new the new breed i don't know if we're calling them new avengers but probably you know the likes of t'challa and captain marvel and, and sam spider-man and sam and bucky and... bucky i don't know what bucky's gonna do really What's Bucky gonna do? What's Bucky, What does Bucky have left to do? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've thought this. I've thought this basically since Winter Soldier. Yeah. What does Bucky have left to do? Now that his do? best friends are old, and <laughs> I, I can see Bucky being the next relatively major death. Yeah. Just because I don't think he has anything, especially left to do. with. He doesn't have anything less to do, especially with Sam now having Captain America. Yeah. Um, unless Bucky come, becomes a you know a new iteration of Bucky, um, he's not the Winter Soldier anymore. He's some sort of, and I don't know what that is because I don't know him well enough from comics. Yeah. I don't know if he becomes something else. I don't know. He could be the White um, Wolf. And go back to Wakanda. he could. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he could. I guess he could. Let's <laughs> let's have him do that. But it's like this let's. movie had me nice and settled on. Like, I don't need to think about that right now. And that's okay. Like, sure. No. Sure, I'm excited to see what's on the horizon. But this just left me satisfied. And I did stay till the end. Not expecting an end credit scene. But just to just be there and sit with mm-hmm. it. And just kind of be there to be like, all you people listing it on these credits. Yeah. Like, you did the damn thing and I'm going to sit here and appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it works way better without an end credit scene. Yeah. Um, you do hear because... some like hammering sounds like 
blacksmith type hammering sounds but that's about well it. <laughs> that um maybe just a bit of tony in the desert making an iron yeah suit. so uh, I, I feel like that was kind of like the sounds of him making that yeah making his but yeah the fact that this is such an ending and it doesn't have the this teasy end credit scene works perfectly the last shot of the movie is steve and peggy dancing um dancing is just perfect um yeah and i like that and like like you said i'm excited to see what comes ahead and it you know we've got what two months to wait until spider-man yeah far from home so it's hardly any time to really do anything i don't yeah. know how peter's gonna take it um i assume there's gonna be some sort of discussion about tony yes. in that movie um which i'm sure will be very emotional for us because uh, i was half expecting tony uh whilst dying to say mr parker i don't feel so good no 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 i don't think i gotta take in that um but i like that tony got his little moment with peter as well yes that was so sweet when and pete, that hug when like peter in the middle of the back. battle and he just hugs somebody this is this is really nice <laughs> like i love yeah. that so much a lot of things happen in that battle and even the stuff with uh with dr strange and tony as well oh yes when he's just like uh um, i can't tell you if i tell you it won't happen like like just that just these little lines was enough to just kind of like okay i'm on board like i don't need to like really think too hard on this and while since we're discussing it i am kind of thinking about things but it doesn't make me like it even less it doesn't make me think oh that's stupid that doesn't work everything still works for me just fine whether i analyze it or not yeah like i'm still on board for everything that happened because everything was just so well done that i really oh, yeah. don't like how you said about just seeing things for face value that they're telling me that this is how this works and then i don't care if this is how it has to work to get the product that you got then i'm perfectly okay with that all you need is these little lines sometimes um to just pay off things it doesn't have to be a whole big spectacle of it um but it can bring a whole arc to an end or to the correct way of furthering it or ending it yeah and and that sort of stuff with dr strange and because he's you know tony calls him what a magician again in this movie <laughs> and it's funny yes but uh i mean as soon as as soon as you saw the uh i don't know what the proper term is i'm gonna call it what spider-man calls it the yellow wishy-washy circle thing <laughs> yeah um as soon as you saw those start to appear. Um, so let's get into um, something else I'm going to make you do that you don't want to do. Something else you're going to make me do? Oh, no. You're going to tell me what moment made you cry the most. At the end, Steve. Steve. Steve, get, Steve getting his life with Peggy. Okay. For whatever reason, of all the emotional things that happened in this movie... The moment where I was like bawling, crying, tears streaming down my face 
Yeah. Was when you hear Sam say, on your left, and the portal opens, and then all the portals open, and everybody comes back, and everybody's coming out. I was, um, I was, that was where I cried the most, because I was just I so didn't ex- even. I didn't even clock that Sam said, on your left. Oh like my God. another epic emotional callback when I heard him say that and that portal opened up and freaking you know how much I love Black Panther like you know <laughs> you know and when I do know when Okoye and T'Challa and Shuri walk out of that portal and then all the portals come open up and you see Wong and you see everybody and it's like and Valkyrie comes out and I, yeah. I, I was crying I was bawling tears out of my but- eyes like Yes, I t- oh. yes I cried with Iron Man. Yes, I cried with Scarlet or Scarlet Johansson. Yes, I cried at Cap at the end getting that dance. Yes, I cried at the funeral. Yes, I- but for whatever reason, that moment, I, like I was crying the most. I was bawling. Yeah, I was, I was tearing up at all those moments as well. That um, like I said, once once the portals opened and everybody comes out and they're all looking. I mean, it is very kind of superhero pose. Uh, yeah. But uh, it should be. Uh, it should only be superhero pose and everyone comes out. Uh, yeah, um, I was a mess. I didn't even clock that Sam said on your left. Yes. The fact that you've said that now is just perfect. Well, yeah, because he kind of says, hey, Cap, and you can't really hear. And I'm like, who, who is that? And yeah, then, I thought it was like I thought it was like Rody. Yeah, and then you hear, and I was just like, "Oh my god, so funny!" Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I that that was my biggest cry moment was when all those portals opened up and everybody came out. I was Guardians, I was a mess. Peter, yes, Valkyrie. Because it's like you knew everyone was coming back, but it's like to come back like that because you see all of Thanos's freaking people and you're like there's no way how are they gonna how are they gonna (laughs) think how are they gonna (laughs) look there was quite a few moments in that whole big battle where i thought oh this is where steve dies um because thanos just seems to just pummel him yes and then at that point when he realizes um okay well i have to kill everybody who knows about this world and I'm going to enjoy it. And he's like, you know, in Infinity War, he was kind of feeling like he did what he had to do. He was going to spare as many people as he could because that wasn't his mission to kill everybody. Like his mission was to just balance. So yeah. he wasn't going to engage in a fight if he didn't have to. He only fought to defend himself against people who were trying to stop him. Because after mm-hmm. the first initial deaths of killing Loki and killing Heimdall and all of that, that was the last time he really killed uh, people that didn't have anything to do with, you know, facilitating his plan. Yeah. After that, he kind of tries to avoid a fight if he can. So to but see no, him uh... here, he kind of was like, okay, well, these people are annoying. You guys are stubborn as hell. I need to build a world now where you aren't here to remember it. So now yeah. you are expendable and I'm going to enjoy killing you. So yeah. like Thanos was already scary enough when he wasn't, purposely trying to just kill people for no reason his his motive <laughs> ca- kind of completely changed in yes movie because of the time travel aspect yeah. as well in the what he saw the, and what he understood about these people look because 
the Thanos we know from Infinity War was beheaded by Thor at the start of the movie. Yeah, that was crazy. The Thanos we actually fight in this movie is the Thanos from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, who was sitting in his floaty throne. Who was sitting (laughs) in his floaty throne. Again, time travel. (laughs) Let's just take it at what it is. Don't think too hard about it. I'm simple. Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, actually, that was super stupid. When they're, when they're on Morag, uh, it's Rhodey and Nebula, and the come and get your love just comes on. <laughs> but then you, you, like, you hear it. it on the soundtrack, and then you just see Chris Pratt just <laughs> singing, singing it. And that's how it really would be, because he has headphones on. So it's like you're going <laughs> to hear, and he's like singing into the like alien, and you hear the music, and it works so well, and it's so fun. But really... It's just some guy <laughs> singing out into the void, out of tune, off key. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Because oh, that's really God. how it would be. <laughs> it really was. It really was stupid. Just like, all oh, um, going back to those moments way. was just like, so yeah. well done. Like Them going back to the New York and seeing that epic circle shot that they use all the time and everything. Yeah. And it never gets old because it's so epic. Like, seeing that again was so good. And them kind of just watching the scene of them capturing Loki and... Yeah. I loved uh, Hulk. And the stairs. (laughs) And Hulk stairs. And Hulk. (laughs) I hate stairs. Yes. But this is old Hulk. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Hulk seeing old Hulk. And then him just covering his face like, oh, God. Oh, God, I'm ashamed. (laughs) And then him like, okay, let me be ragey. And then he's just like... (laughs) like trying to throw cars and dent things (laughs) (laughs) he just picks up the motorbike and throws it like 10 feet and then he's like oh this is gratuitous but okay and then he takes his shirt off like like I I kind of feel like that was maybe a nod to original like Thor movie (laughs) like this is gratuitous but I'm going to take my shirt off (laughs) quite possibly Yes. quite possibly Um, but yeah that that was great and Again, it's kind of what I uh, ended up really liking about the, this new Hulk banner merge person. Yes. Um, which was, it gives Hulk the ability to sort of be like this now and realise that like, oh God, I w- I'm, I'm embarrassed about previous <laughs> Hulk. I don't like previous Hulk. Yeah. I like me now. Uh, I Speaking of that, the technical achievement of Hulk. That was so good. It looked very good. It looked like Mark Ruffalo, but it still looked like had the little kind of tiny nose like Hulk, but it still looked like Ruffalo. It was ridiculous. It was you so wouldn't have known. That, that was a computer animated character over Mark Ruffalo. Like, it was so good. Outs- it's just outstanding. Yes. What I also love is when they first meet Professor Hulk, if we're going to call him Professor Hulk, and those kids want a photo with him. <laughs> that was hilarious. Hey, you want a photo with me? I'm Ant Man. Uh, uh, uh. uh, I don't know. Uh, no, they don't want. And <laughs> Hulk's just, just like, oh, he wants a photo. He wants a photo. Give him a photo. He's going to get all sad. <laughs> just take the damn phone. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was very very funny. Yeah, so I don't know why I don't know why Bruce Banner's becoming this celebrity. Now, I know, right? And then he's just like just posing. Like, and, 
Because God. let's not forget who else is sat there. Captain America is sat there, uh, and surely yeah. the children want a photo with Captain America. No, just with unless Hulk. they don't. Just, just with Hulk. Yeah. Just, just with Hulk. But yeah, I love the fact that Hulk now wears Mark Ruffalo clothes. Yes, and glasses. And and, uh, and glasses, and he's eating like he's... a big mountain of eggs and burritos. And... <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like you said before, when he gives <laughs> Scott like... that taco. Yeah, because his taco just blows away. <laughs> <laughs> he's, Scott's just sat sitting down to enjoy his taco. He lays he's, it out nice. Uh, what's happening? <laughs> and then the like, spaceship. Just a warning, there's an idiot on the loading dock or whatever she said. <laughs> there's a moron on the loading dock. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, and I dear. love Nebula too. She was really great. Karen Gill was so good. She was. She was very key to this movie. She was. I'm uh, glad. Like, because in the comic book, I think in the in the story, she she actually wields the gauntlet and she like is kind of the okay. one. She's kind of the one who ends it. So okay. to see her kind of have a lot to do here was really great. Yeah, she was. She was very key, and we and knew growth she was going to be key yeah. from. Uh, infinity war yeah her, her arc has been a low low key one of the better ones yeah yeah you don't think about it too much you think about the you know the the sort of big arcs of, of thor and uh tony and everybody but yeah i loved getting but, uh, more of her story in volume two where she kind of talked about how you know that's why she always hated gamora because if gamora beat her you know he would take more parts off of her and you know, and Gamora, like, wouldn't let up. Like, Gamora wouldn't just be like, okay, I'm not going to win because so you don't get hurt. Like, Gamora just always won and, yeah. she, like, wouldn't give her a pass. And so I loved that she had a reason for hating her, but she didn't really want to hate her. She just wanted a sister. And, like, all yeah. of that development was really great in that movie. And I think people kind of forget that because there's so much going on in this universe in general and there's so many other things to look at that you kind of forget that. But seeing, you know her here kind of takes you back to that whole arc and that whole explaining of her story. And I really appreciated yeah. all of that kind of coming to fruition as well. And look, you see, you see that straight off with, uh, current nebulas conversations with 2014 nebula. Oh yeah. Evil 2014 nebula. Yeah, She's like, he won't um, let me be anything else. So this is what I have to be to get his, you know, approval or whatever. You 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 see how far she's come just from that, and I'm excited to see where she goes from here as well oh, because yeah. she she's obviously obviously still involved now, oh, yeah, yeah. and she'll be she'll be in the Guardians and uh, what have you. But even just that moment um, of you know, like all the human people reuniting, and then Rocket just comes to her and takes her hand, like oh, yeah. that was so sweet. And Rocky Rocky also had a little tiny little moment with Groot. Oh yeah. Again, it was really tiny. Yes, Groot didn't really. Um, yeah. Groot didn't do anything. No. Groot did about as much as Shuri sure did. did. Which I mean, yeah, there was a lot going on, a lot of characters, and so I totally understand what they focused on. I mean, they took a moment to establish the first openly gay character as one of the directors played in the. Um, uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> That's true. Actually, I really uh, like a little self-help is, group. Is that? Is that Joe? That's Joe. Joe Russo. That's yeah. Joe. Joe Russo. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. I loved that. <laughs> um, the, the, the whole sort of... And I think that I mean, was also obviously... a callback to Sam, like how he met Sam and Sam doing those kind yeah. of meetings for vets. 
So that yeah. I felt that was another because everything like it was a great callback if you really think about it and kind of go through the universe. So yeah, and I I I obviously knew that this movie would end with some shred of happiness. Yes. Um, even though there was a lot of sadness there, but the whole sort of first half is quite depressing and everything's dead and yeah, and you have no idea how they're knows even what to going do. to yeah how you're gonna get back and reverse it and and. That uh, that um, support group is kind of very. It, I just really enjoyed that. Yeah. Just for that that sort of really real emotional sense of what what was going on in the world, and I also love the fact, and Brandon will love this as well. That he brings up the Mets. <laughs> oh yeah, how much I miss the Mets. Yeah. And you. <laughs> The, the, the one of the shots you actually pan See over the, the Mets stadium. stadium. Yes. It's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Sure and I, I just up. thought, oh, Brandon's going to love this. This yes. is great. <laughs> How much I missed um, the Mets. That was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, I really like that. But yeah, it, it, it ended very uh, bittersweet. Bittersweet. And they did it. Everything was so well done. And it like, honestly, this was just a great love letter to the fans and to all the other filmmakers, like all the other directors of all these films and all the actors who yeah. have participated, the side ones and, you know, everyone who has been a part of this, like this was a love letter to us as fans and just everyone who had anything to do with this universe. And I appreciated that so much. And obviously we could talk about this for several more hours if we wanted yes. to and just go through <laughs> each of the uh, each of the characters um, what they did, but at, at risk of going way too <laughs> long. Yes. Um, even though we're not we're not so long yet, but uh, at risk of going way too long. Let's maybe start to wrap uh, things up a little bit, but. Um, yeah, well, another more more character stuff that happened that we haven't mentioned. Um, anything that springs to mind? I think we covered oh, like uh, the main. We covered the things. main stuff. Um, let okay. Let's just go through more character. I think Wong has a single line. <laughs> yeah. Um, Drax, I don't think has, has a line. line. No. Mantis has one. Yes, he used a knife, right? Used... At, the, at the end, yeah, Mantis has one at the end. Yeah, where when she tells Thor him to... joins the Guardians. Yes. He's like, oh yeah, knives. <laughs> Use knives. Like, yeah. Uh, who who else is involved? There's so many characters. Wasp. Does Wasp have a line? She does. When they're all kind of like doing their ladies thing, and then she's like, we can do oh, it. Yeah. When they're trying to get to the van. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Of course she does. See, there's a lot going on. Yes. There's a lot going on. <laughs> Every little character's doing their own little thing. The fact that it actually all seamlessly blends together yes. is it, outstanding. And it was just enough for me to just see everybody. Like, I didn't need everybody oh, to have a line. I didn't need, like, Infinity War and even Civil War. Like, you, everybody kind of had a moment. But here, I, I didn't really need everybody to have a moment. I just needed to see them and see them in action and that was enough. <laughs> I think what we maybe should talk about before we do end is the uh, little bit we get in 1970, I believe. Oh, yes. Tony having that moment with his father was... 
Oh, that was so special. That was because uh, I think they, do they go they go back uh, to the camp okay. that he trained yes. in. Yeah. Because they fail in twenty twelve timeline. Yes, to, to get, get the Tesseract, they have yeah. to go back to 1970 as well. And uh, de-aged Michael Douglas is also oh, there. Oh, yes, Hank Pym, so they can get the Pym particles. Um, he kind of calls him to step away. And that, that, that de-aging's got a little better since yes, Iron Man as well. Yes, I, I thought it was That's, pretty good in uh, Ant-Man. Iron Man, Ant-Man. Ant-Man, beginning of Ant-Man, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's got a little better. I I liked that. But yeah, uh, it's it's Steve going getting them, and then Tony uh, having that whole little chat with Howard. his dad. Oh, that was so great, and just you know, him talking about and you know his mother was pregnant with him at that time, and yeah. it was so crazy. And him being a dad, and like you could tell, he just wanted to be like you're a grandfather, like <laughs> yeah. Um, just making that peace with him and then if you ever watched Peggy Carter Agent Carter show like that was Jarvis that was in the Peggy Carter show his driver Jarvis yes yeah yes. I didn't watch I didn't watch Agent Carter but I, I got the that was Jarvis yes which in um, the comic but, books Jarvis it was the butler that's why okay yeah. he wasn't just a really very intelligent system <laughs> <laughs> No, um, <laughs> it just works so well. I love that stupid acronym so much. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, I really do. I really did like that stuff with uh, with him and and Howard. It um, looking back on it now, seeing obviously with Tony dying, kind of oh, it all fit together. It all ended so nicely yeah, for Tony. Like, I'm glad he got that moment. His daughter was there. You know, Pepper understood his reasonings. She was there with him in the end. And it was just a great, like you said, culmination of everything and just us kind of getting to watch those first three movies mm -hmm. and really now kind of pinpointing that dynamic with him and Pepper and his need to protect and save yeah made all of this kind of make sense and just be a very nice bow on this whole phase of this universe. It really was. Um, I didn't go, you know, before this movie, before I, I sat down to watch this movie, I had no thought that Tony would die. I just thought he would simply retire and go and live with Pepper, Pepper and yeah. Morgan and maybe get involved with uh, Peter a little bit going forward. Um, I was convinced Steve Rogers would die. Steve Rogers technically isn't dead. <laughs> yes, that's true. He's just an old man. <laughs> um, but um, um, just to kind of tie this all up, did you expect these six movies, well, I guess maybe five of these movies, because Incredible Hulk is like... Yeah, because Hulk didn't <laughs> you, Incredible Hulk, apparently. Um, did... Our watch of these movies and discussions of these movies, did you expect them to play so much into this movie? No, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. But but looking back on it now, I think I'm, I was stupid to go into this movie not thinking that it would. Because really, this was all about the original Avengers, the original six people. Yes, I loved that. Um, and I love that what they did in the credits with that, like. That was really special. Oh yeah, with their signature and just that focus. That was yeah. that was really special. 
Um, but especially with with Tony, and that this was really this was obviously the end of Tony. But I've now seen the full full spectrum of Tony Stark, and um, going from I hate Tony Stark in Iron <laughs> Man to yeah, I'm tearing up at the man's funeral. Yes, Morgan <laughs> and Stark. And at the man's death. And yeah, Mo- yeah, Morgan Stark can go and do what Morgan Stark <laughs> is going to do. And I hope she, um, I hope she does. For all Morgans out there, I hope she uh, does something great. Yes. Because we deserve it. We do. <laughs> what? No, we we as Morgans deserve it. <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, I uh, and uh, again with the with the Thor stuff as well, um, I got a bit more into that. I wouldn't have known really anything about Frigga. Yeah, that would not. Uh, I don't think that would have like had that. any as much weight as it did if you had not watched Thor: The Dark World. And like that was like Thor: The Dark World. Bleh. But as we discussed, like that was some of my favorite stuff in that whole movie was all the stuff with Frigga and just setting up that relationship with the mother and you know yeah. yeah. So yeah, I this uh, this pilot edition of Morgan hasn't seen has helped enormously with my enjoyment of Endgame, and I have you to thank for that for forcing me to watch all the movies. Well, you're very the only movie, the only movie you didn't force me to watch was actually this movie. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, I hope you will trust me more going forward, which I think we can now maybe or soon announce what our next run will be because i think i feel like while maybe the seven people who may or may not listen to this show (laughs) enjoy it up to seven billion (laughs) um i enjoy doing this and this was kind of a little experiment to get you to watch these movies and discuss them and i would love to continue doing this with many movies that you haven't seen it's it's, uh it, it has kind of worked and um, for those who who have listened, you may recognise that uh, some some audio improvements have been made as well. Yes, um, I figured this was going to be something we would like to continue doing, and so it was time I got a legit microphone. So- I certainly hope <laughs> I certainly hope the audio comes out okay now. Otherwise, yeah, I now just that sounded you just like said an idiot. <laughs> um, so I've invested in a slightly better microphone. So uh, hopefully. I will sound uh, nice and smooth in your ear holes, people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we have our logo now, and it's all official. We're all and legit. It's great. Yeah. We are all legit. But yes, um, if that wraps up our gushing glove of Avengers Endgame, I think I will leave it to Janine to announce what our second series of Morgan Hasn't Seen will be. And this is starting next week. Yes. We're going right on into it. Janine, what have you forced what are you forcing me to watch? Well, with the upcoming May release of John Wick Detective 3. Pikachu. Oh no. <laughs> John Wick Got 3. We will be doing John Wick. <laughs> John Wick. Yes. So John Wick 1, John Wick 2 and uh John Wick 3. John Wick 3. And we will perfectly have easy. a nice little bonus film. Which, Do you want to announce what our bonus film is? Because we have actually picked that. We have. Um, our bonus film will be Point Break. Point Break. <laughs> Morgan has I've not seen, seen Point Break. Morgan hasn't seen. And we always talk in the third person here. So we just say 
John Wick, and Point Break, Morgan hasn't seen. So that will be up next. And I think maybe in future we will maybe do some polls and you guys can help us choose what will be the bonus movie. Yeah. If we can't decide. So, um, but yeah, I think we're... <laughs> if you can't decide, this is all on you. <laughs> yeah. I think I was I, kind I, of going in between speed or point break, but I thought point break would be the, the better choice. I... <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen Speed either, but I would honestly rather watch Point Break. So uh, it just I'll, seems, I'll go easy it on seems you this more time. fun. <laughs> You'll go okay. Thank you very much yeah. for that. <laughs> I need something to go easy on me after the emotional roller coaster of Avengers Endgame. And um, we do have the Matrix at some point, don't we? Don't we? The Matrix. Yes. Have I've seen. Have no, you seen I've the seen the Matrix. You have. Oh, I think, I've seen the Matrix. I guess I'm just, I just confusing don't like you. the Matrix. I guess I'm just confusing you with Roxy. <laughs> oh, an understandable confusion. I yes, do look yeah. and act like Roxy Stryer. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, I've seen the Matrix. I don't. I don't. I don't like the Matrix though. I really don't. It's such an overrated movie. It's a little much, but. Um, Avengers Endgame's great though. <laughs> Avengers Endgame's great. I can't wait to own the full collection of the Infinity Saga. And um, I can see myself watching this movie over and oh, over yeah, and over yeah. again. Um, just because it is that bringing together of literally everybody. And that I, you know, and I thought that was the case in Infinity War. But this really is. This is every, 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 every person. They just made it work so well. And I mean, just look at the little callbacks that I mentioned to you that you didn't notice. Just imagine on rewatches, the things, the wealth of things you can pick up on and notice and remember. And yeah. Absolutely. And I was making fun of these people that are going to see this movie 17 times this weekend. You know who you are. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but honestly, I might go. Yeah, now you're now you're kind of jealous of them. <laughs> now I'm kind of jealous of them. Yes. Um, because I really want to watch this movie know, again, kind I of, know. kind, kind of as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. I know. I can't wait to 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 see, see it again, again and to watch more and to love it even more and to pick up on all the other stuff and just to be, um. All sad, but very, very happy at the same time. And I can't wait to see what's next in the MCU. It's going to be very, very different with none of those original characters around. Yes. Apart from Thor, apart from Thor, because Thor's still involved because Chris Hemsworth just loves it so much. <laughs> he does, he does. Hashtag um, all the feels. All hashtag the feels. all the feels janine is that going to do it for this episode of morgan hasn't seen i think it is (laughs) i think it is um guys thank you for listening to this outpouring of love for 80 minutes of your life um i hope it's been worth i hope you've uh poured your love out with us uh and i hope your heart has grown to the size of Steve Rogers because he clearly has the biggest heart in the whole universe ever. And Thor has the biggest gut. And Thor, <laughs> and Thor has the biggest gut. <laughs> and Tony has the biggest brain. And uh, and they're off yeah, to see uh, the wizard. <laughs> and they're off to see the wizard. <laughs> Doctor okay. Strange can he be the wizard. <laughs> the Doctor Strange. 
<laughs> oh, perfect. Absolutely perfect. Janine, what are you up to? Where can everybody find you? Oh, you can find me at Janine Dubbing on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I have a tea public shop at G9 Design on Tea Public, and you can see me on the Schmodown as Janine the Machine. Woo! <laughs> Do you have any upcoming matches that you can tease? Probably not, actually. No, probably not. Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's probably probably not appropriate, even if you did know. Yes, top secret information. Um, t- t- top <laughs> secret information. But yeah. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter at the Purple Dawn with a three instead of the E in the because three is the magic number or on Instagram at the Purple Dawn with no three because Instagram likes me. Um, you can check me out also on the other show on this feed. It's a wonderful podcast, the main show with me and Nolan Dean uh, or just sat here with Janine. Forcing me to watch more movies for Morgan hasn't seen. You will love John Wick. Gro- you will love. Yeah, John I, I, I hope I do. You will. I. Um, you will. I will make you like it. <laughs> you okay? You will force me to like it as well as forcing me to watch it. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, we are very excited to carry this on. This is the end of our pilot series on the MCU. Janine, we did it. We did. I have seen every single released MCU movie and I'm very, very happy about that. I can't wait to own them all in the big Infinity Saga inevitable box set that I Thanos can say he is inevitable as much as he wants to be. He isn't the inevitable one. The actual big box set of the Infinity Saga <laughs> is the inevitable thing. Um, and the fact that I will watch Avengers Endgame Multiple over and times. over and over again. Yeah. And uh, by this point, because this is the Wednesday after it has come out, Janine, has it made $17 trillion? Uh, it's made all the money. All the money. All the money. But has it made $17 trillion? Uh, No. Give or take a few. Give or take. A few trillion. trillion. <laughs> give or take a few trillion. Uh, no, seriously, though, has it made um, I... $2 billion already? <laughs> Just about. I think when I looked at eight o'clock this morning, it had already made 169 million worldwide. So okay, and that 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 was from a Thursday, and that was from a Thursday opening day screening. Yes, yeah, 169 and that was million. Also not in the U.S. yet. No, uh, this is gonna be sillyly huge. Yeah, rightly so because it is an unprecedented feat. Mu- movie achievement. Congratulations, Russo's Marvel. Kevin Feige, thank you. Everybody else. Thank you for this love letter. It it meant the world to us fans. Like, thank you. Uh, And you know what? Lastly, what I'm going to say to uh, Robert Downey Jr. and to Tony Stark is I love you 3,000. Oh, now you got me crying. And now I've got Janine crying and I've ended it on a very sentimental note. Yay! Because I'm sentimental like Steve Rogers and it all links. Steve. Good job. We're going to watch John. We're going to watch John Wick next week, guys. Until then, uh, that is it for the MCU. Goodbye.